Hi, everyone, and welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Kat Wellington. And my name is Emily Proctor. Transparently, we are recording after recording last week's episode and a bonus episode, which I never know if we should tell you guys that or not, but I feel like if we're talking about things that are not timely at yeah. all, we have to. Yeah, we're going on uh, hour three in our lovely, wonderful little studio. And we're doing well. Yeah, honestly, I um, before we came here, I just got these new pods from Nespresso. They're like whatever flavor you get. For example, I have the Malazio ones, but they're like boost pods. So Ooh, they have extra, extra caffeine. Yeah, extra caffeine. And honestly, it's like a game changer. I feel like caffeine doesn't really affect me that much. Like I don't really notice when I'm like fucking zooming. Yeah. Um, but I love them. Highly recommend for people that need, you know, some extra caffeine. To I'm kind of zooming right now because of my Yoruba. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much is a normal amount of caffeine. Neither do I. I have no clue either, but I think I Googled this and it's like two cups of coffee or something. That's um, not bad. where does it? Oh, 150 milligrams of caffeine. So let me know. Yeah. Also, apparently these give you cancer. What? Okay, come on. Diet Coke gives you cancer. And like that's And just, dry shampoo. Everything does. Everything gives you cancer. Yeah. If you guys are using Dove dry shampoo, literally stop. No, it was so many. You didn't even see are that. Are you it's serious? Like, it's like 12 of them. Oh, One of no. them was one that I have. Oh, um, the brands, right? That's yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Bedhead, I think, was another one. Yeah, but I think. There's another popular brand, one. Not Your Mother's or whatever. You know what that is? Oh, my God. Yeah. I use that one. I have the travel size. There's that no way that one got. No, I saw oh, it in fuck, a photo. I think if I'm wrong, I'm, it's not my fault. OK, well, I can't find any other brands of the travel size. So I'm just going to keep using it. That's fine. So whatever you need to do. I mean, I'm using the Dove spray deodorant and that is for sure fucking my armpits up. But luckily, everything gives you cancer. So you don't really have to stress. That's so true. Um, yeah, so we already discussed our weekends and everything, so we're kind of, um, just, you know, just hanging yeah, out. Yeah, free, free balling it. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, by the time this episode's out, uh, midterm elections will be over. I just wanted to, like, preface a couple of things that I feel like people are going to expect to hear on this episode, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, we can't talk about them until the following week. Midterm elections are over. We may or may not have gotten Taylor tickets. God willing. Um, maybe that's it, I guess. Oh, Love is Blind finale came out. Um, so stay tuned because we will, I'm sure, you know, touch over on all those things. Yeah. We'll just be extremely late to everything. Yeah. So, um, next week or actually on Wednesday, I'm going to Dallas because Mm -hmm. I have friends from college that live in Dallas that I haven't seen in literally like one of them since I graduated. Yeah. And the other one, and these are like my best friends from college. It's so, that's like one of the shittiest parts of going to school far away um is that everyone's from everywhere specifically it's like a lot of texas but um yeah so and then the other one i haven't seen since new year's like two years ago mm-hmm. and yeah, i'm like just 2020. so fucking excited i am so jealous there's something so special and so fun about a destination girls trip yeah i also haven't had a, like a girls trip in god yeah. knows how long it honestly it might inspire well, like me charleston probably was the last yeah that's true it might inspire me enough to finally force my college friends to plan our fucking trip to texas because we have one of our best friends who lives in houston so, oh yeah. yeah no i mean but, we've had it planned for a long time so it's also like a lot of build up yeah and i'm just so excited we don't ha- literally have any plans like my friend was texting me like 
uh, by the way, I don't know what we're going to do. And I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just so down to like sit on a couch. As long as you guys, yeah, get like, to I spend time see, together. I've never been to Texas, so I'm kind of excited to see Dallas. But also, like, I just don't Neither really give a fuck. I don't think I've ever been either. I think I've only been there for a flight change, honestly. Yeah, I think I have been to the airport, but that's about it. I feel like all you need to know, everything's bigger and everyone's a Republican, so... Yeah. You know, this is true. That That's all you need. Um, but yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. I'm going to Cleveland. Um, well, I will have been in, have gone to Cleveland mm-hmm. for another plastic show. <laughs> yeah. So, Emily has another work. Um, trip. So many people. I can't remember if I already talked about this. So no, many girls. Not so many. Three. Um, it's a lot said for, that for they, what you're about to say. Yeah, said that they went to the um, packaging expo. That was like a super popular conference in my like work world in my industry I didn't end up going to that one but I just thought that was so interesting because I didn't think that there was that many one women um in well, yeah you know for a fact there's not industry and like also you know girls around the same age as me so I thought that was so cool um love you guys love that was awesome to see women in plastic yeah um but what else is going- right now like Thanksgiving's about to happen <sighs> our Friendsgiving yeah we just planned that so glad we put that on the calendars last year was kind of like last Last minute minute. but we did pull it together yeah our friendsgiving last year everyone made something and i don't think i've ever had a friendsgiving because we're all yeah like i'd always been like going home from college i don't know i just feel like i i never had we never really planned it because we yeah people would be coming home on like saturday or sunday talk about it and then never do it yeah and we would end up just going out as everyone does the night before and we just kind of like counted that as our like reunion Mm -hmm. we didn't give a fuck about planning the food or any of that shit yeah we just wanted to get blackout in our hometown exactly and last year was our first year and it was so fun and everyone's food was so good it was you said this but it was better than my my, family my family's as well yeah like it was so good so really excited about that Um, what are you gonna make I don't know I feel like we had a lot of extra food last year so I think I might focus on some like cocktails because we didn't really we had wine and stuff yeah but I think I'm gonna spearhead like a cocktail drink for during dinner and then I really want to do espresso martinis Mm -hmm. after dinner so you are you just trying to get out of cooking or is that like a genuine Mm -hmm. I am Uh uh-huh well I mean we already have so many people in my house so like the oven's gonna be working overtime that day right um and I just yeah, last I forgot year, we don't even have like Elena moved in. Exactly. So we don't, we don't have, have her oven. oven. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, and uh, last year. But I'll be commuting. Exactly. I made uh, green bean casserole last year, which is like my favorite. Green bean casserole. <sighs> You're right. It's so, it's so easy. I can totally do it. Um, I guess I could make that too. I just, I really need an espresso martini. I've been like craving them lately. So. Yeah. I want them. I do want that. I can literally do both. It's literally green bean casserole is like four ingredients. I so. didn't know that until you made it because my grandma always made it. And I was like, oh, it must be like so gourmet, but it's literally just on the can. Literally not. It's like, like just follow. all Campbell's sponsored food. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's so good. So good. It's like if I don't have that at my Thanksgiving dinner, I it's not Thanksgiving. Yeah. For me personally. Well, it's still the beginning of November while we're recording this. And my family is like already having the the de- like the debate the divorced parents debate of like yeah. whose house are we gonna be at mm-hmm. and i'm like it's november 1st i've been <laughs> walking on eggshells when my mom finally asked me this weekend and i was like oh i'm not so i'm so not ready to have this conversation with anyone yeah but so if you're a, div- a child of divorce you'll understand yeah we feel for you i honestly it's at the point where you're just like it is what it is you know 
My brothers actually handled this situation this year, which has never happened. It's usually, it always falls on the daughter. Always. To make the decision. Always. My brother's leaving me high and dry though. He's going to be with his girlfriend's family. I'm like, bro. And oh he didn't my even God. tell me that. He my brother did that last year and <sighs> my parents got so pissed. Yeah. Well, when my parents first got divorced, I literally was not allowed to spend a holiday with Kyle because they're like, we need to be with you. Yeah. So stupid. I've never spent a holiday with Kevin. That is crazy. But you guys like have distance. Yeah, I know. You can't like do both. Screws things up. So well, I don't know because the other day my mom asked me and she was like, you, I feel like this could be relatable to some yeah. people who are not married. Um, it's weird because we live together and like in theory, like it feels like we should be doing it together. Yeah. And I remember last year I posted something about... Like I posted a video of like coming home from Thanksgiving and not seeing him for a couple of days, whatever. Yeah. And everyone was like, you didn't, everyone was criticizing me not having Thanksgiving with yeah. my boyfriend. And I was like, we're not married. Like I, we, we aren't yet. I but mean, this year my mom was like, so you're not going to like spend the holidays with Kevin. I was like, mom, like, is this your don't second? Don't you want me to, don't you want to spend it with your daughter? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, if that's the case, like we're going to have to switch off and like, we don't need to start that earlier than is necessary. I feel like that's how. I feel too. Obviously, I would love to be with Kyle, but like that's, it's, yeah, at the end of the day, I see him all the time. You know what I mean? It was more special when we were like long distance, obviously, and I'm sure you felt the same exact way. But is this your second or third holiday season with Kevin? I, I honestly, third maybe? I honestly don't know because I don't know my months. You started in 20, you started dating in 2020, so you had that, and then 2021, and now it's 2022. So this is your third. Okay. So yeah, it's your third. So Mia, maybe by the time like four or five comes around, you'll be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'd love to spend Christmas with him, but we have kind of made it. I love it because we have our we pick a day Mm -hmm. every year. We did this. Yeah, we've done it twice now. We pick a day that's like our Christmas and then we just celebrate the whole day together. That is nice. And then like last year was so fun because we had like we got to decorate our whole house. And actually today is cheddar's gotcha day which <gasps> oh, i like have never oh my god i was like oh people's, people's gotcha day i hate wow that. you got him in november yeah today and it's november oh. uh sixth for context but um yeah oh. i saw a snapchat memory of him and his brother Ugh, a little baby him. i can't believe how much he's grown damn yeah but anyway so this year like we'll have and we did have cheddar last year too because he attacked the fucking christmas tree of course yeah mm-hmm but I think it's just like fine. Like we'll have holidays together forever if we get married. That's how I feel too. And I think it's different when you are living like, cause I live with roommates still with Kyle. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm obviously going to go home to my parents. Yeah. But in your situation, like you feel like, why wouldn't we have a sleepover the night of Christmas and wake up together? You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. So. But I also love like ugh. going home for the holidays too is like nostalgic. Yeah. And I also love being with, specifically like all of my siblings like little siblings is so nice because they make it so much more enjoyable cheerful like they're still they're still this is like so fucking cheesy but there's still like some magic involved and you can just like see the joy on their faces like for us it's a little bit different when you're all older you know and you unwrap like three presents and you're like okay yeah. when's dinner oh my cousins are like in high school now so I, I can't even get that from them anymore yeah it's so upsetting but I I was gonna say like I just love being with my brothers too because they I feel like something traumatic always happens when we're like switching houses and mm-hmm. somebody always gets like growing up we so we switch off every year like you either wake up on 
um, you wake up at someone's house, like our mom or our dad. And so you spend Christmas Eve with that parent. Mm-hmm. And then at noon on Christmas Day, we would have to go to the other parent's house. Yeah. And like if we were late or something, it was always a big deal. And it, it was just so stressful as yeah. a kid because I was like, we need to finish all this. I need to pack up my presents. I need to like, I couldn't, I feel like I just couldn't enjoy it. But it was just nice, especially as we're older, like we call it like the, like whenever you pass cars in the middle of the day on Christmas, they're like, oh, there's the rest of the divorce kids oh, like driving yep. to their other parents' oh, house. Oh, that's so funny. But it's just nice to like have them for that situation because I just was stressful growing up, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, our divorce parent situation is different because my parents didn't get divorced until I was in college. Yeah. So I Which obviously... is differently traumatic in its own way. Yeah, I mean, of course, I got to spend it together. Um with them growing up but honestly like my dad's a firefighter so like he was gone every now and then (laughs) as well on holidays so like I guess not that much different um but yeah god I remember I think one of the past couple Christmases I spent Christmas Eve with the dad my dad's side of his family and then Mm -hmm. I spent the night at my mom's and then on Christmas day I spent all morning and like early afternoon with my mom and I was like okay like I'm gonna go to dad's now and she was like but you were just with him yesterday and I'm like mom it's Christmas you know what I mean it's just so hard because And it's all out of love because like everyone wants to spend time with you. And it's so it's hard to like get stressed out and upset about it because it's like you everyone just wants you there, which is nice. But it's like hard. I think being older, you can make everyone happy. Exactly. You can compartmentalize it easier being like, ah, it is what it is. Like, yeah, when we were little, I was like, I can't even imagine. I was so stressed out. And I'm also just like high strung in that way. So Mm -hmm. I spent my whole life with my brothers being like because we had to get to, my, to get to my dad's at six o'clock like on weekdays this isn't holidays just like our normal divorce schedule mm-hmm. and my brothers were always running late and I would like sit at the door and be like please hurry up like yeah. I, I'd just be like so stressed out all the time and I felt like I was running the like schedule mm-hmm. and they're better about it now but it's still like I felt like I was the, res- the ring- I, I had to get everyone the ring in the leader. Right position yeah and like had to get them going like did you pack your weekend bag yet like we have to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have your things for school? Like, it's just like, oh, it's definitely it's an oldest daughter thing, I think, for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You honestly like don't really as a middle child, you don't really give off like middle child vibes. And I think it's because you're the only daughter. Yeah. What are middle child vibes, though, really? They're like. Like scary, you know what I mean? Like they just like get like whatever they want. They throw like temper tantrums because no one pays that much attention to them because they are middle child but it, I feel like because you're the only girl yeah you helped. did I got the attention you got I the needed. attention you needed yeah exactly so yeah I think my younger brother was like he was the baby exactly he was also really good we talked about I talked about my roles in my family with my brothers the other day like growing up mm-hmm. and it's really interesting because my older brother it just comes with age, but he got to an age where he like realized that he could argue back to my parents. Yeah. Mm. And then Ryan was like, Ryan was talking about, it. he was like, you would just sit there and cry. Connor would have a straight face and argue back. And I would sit there in silence. And like, we realized like, that's kind of how it went our whole lives. Like my older brother would fight the good fight, but then also was like causing more problems by doing that. Fighting, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just sobbing. Yeah. Cause I, still my only response to things is just sobbing like my body (laughs) if I'm angry I sob like it's I can't really yell I'm just sobbing and it's horrible because 
it's so hard to be taken seriously when you're sobbing in an argument but I still do that now like in my relationships like if Kevin and I even if it's the smallest thing I'll just like be crying like tearing up but I'm like I can't help it nothing worse than being angry and then you you feel that feeling in your throat and you're like oh fuck I'm about to fuck this all up I'm so like that it's so crazy but um I and then my yeah my younger brother would just sit there in silence and that's like still how we are sounds about right yeah I think what's different with my parents getting divorced old as obviously I was in my 20s early 20s um I was able to like argue with them just like your older brother was because I was like, I'm basically an adult now. So yeah. And you're also able to like look at the situation from all different perspectives Mm -hmm. and like you have the emotional maturity to like, just see everything going on. I don't know. I just felt like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, glad we could trauma them in this. Yeah. Thinking, thinking of everyone during these trying holiday times. So it's our first, uh, impossible to say holiday season. Oh my God. That's so exciting. That is crazy. Wishing Um, everyone the best holidays that they can possibly have. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, hopefully drama free. I know family time can be hard for people, which I get. Hoping there's some like good, like drama stories from the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving though. Because like I feel like some shit always goes down in your hometown oh, on those yeah. nights. It's the biggest yeah. drinking night of the year. So, which I yeah. think is universal. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then I think it's New Year's, yeah. which we still don't have plans for. <sighs> Dude, this past weekend, everyone was like, oh, I guess we're going, going out in Baltimore. And I'm like, where did you guys get that idea? Because that is not what we've been talking about. The only person that keeps bringing that up is Kyle, which sucks. <laughs> so I don't know what we're... I genuinely have... We were talking about it when I went out this weekend with her friends and we were like, what are we going to do? And I was like, I have no idea. I, I want to like go somewhere. We don't need to do a trip out of it. Um, but I do like want to get a hotel and just like stay somewhere, whether it's like DC, Arlington, those are options. I'm down to get a hotel literally anywhere. I'd even consider, no, there's no one, no one we know in like Philly. <laughs> it's the only other like closest city other than New York. Yeah. But no, but the weird thing is I, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast yet, but I booked a whole. So, okay. I'm staying in San Diego for a month, five weeks. And I, because of the cruise we said we were going to go on, yeah. I had it start on the 15th to the whatever. And my Airbnb I'm talking about. And I did that purposely for the cruise but because of that, now I'm going to miss Emily's birthday. Yeah. And I feel so bad. It's fine. So we've talked about Emily's birthday plans on here a bunch of times. I won't even be there. I know. In spirit, though. In spirit, I airlines. think I'm going to have to come visit you. <laughs> Kyle flew spirit. Oh, my God. The uh, last week for the first time. And it was literally so awful. He His flight was so delayed. I didn't pick him up till 2 in the morning. I think terrible. I've only flown once. And I did have a delay. But I fully like expected to have a delay Just, you, you have to work it into your schedule right like but that's hard for you yeah exactly to pick him up like, at 2 a.m it was it was tough thomas came like i woke up so startled because obviously i fell asleep i had my alarm set but he ended up leaning a little bit before my alarm went off and thomas like came into my room and said i literally bolted out of bed because i thought it was 4 a.m and i thought yeah. he'd been stranded at the airport for like three hours him just like asleep on the floor the airport's also 15 minutes from our house so if that would to happen he would have ubered for yeah, sure exactly. like it's so so funny but i can understand the feeling of panic yeah i think i'm gonna have to book a flight to come see you like at the end of january i know we were just talking about that kevin and i because his friends want to come visit too 
And it's weird because we're not really allowed to have people stay. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, come visit. But then you have to get your own place. So is it even worth it? So I don't know. Mine will be a business trip, though. So like for the podcast. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. We could. So you can just tell your people that. on the pod. Yeah. When we're there. Yeah. I just I planned that a while ago. One day randomly I woke up and I decided. Well, I decided the day before I was like, I am going to go to San Diego for the winter because I don't want to be that cold that cold and like that depressed hopefully it helps yeah so that'll be a fun little test you know to see if the sunshine actually helps yeah and it won't even be like that warm it'll just be warmer than what it would be here in january so kevin and i are driving with sweet ched um across the country so it'll be fun i keep forgetting you guys are doing that in my mind you're flying which obviously doesn't make any sense no we're driving my rav4 Hopefully all as well. Oh she has God. a lot of miles on her. That's going to be so fun. Uh, and it's I mean, the only thing is, is that it'll be so cold. So it's not like we can really get out do a lot yeah. of the things that you would do if you drove across the country like right now. Yeah. You know? And also that would take a while. I know. So we won't be like we want to see certain things, but it's not going to be like we're not going to spend a lot yeah. of time. We're trying to get there as quick as possible because we have cheddar in the car. Like it's not like it's not like he's a dog. Fuck around. Yeah, yeah I exactly. don't know. Like he doesn't like to eat in the car. He'll eat like wet food, but he doesn't really like to eat and he doesn't he won't go to the bathroom in his litter box in the car. Oh, my God. If we had to do it with Nyla, she'd be a nightmare. She I just drove her back um, to Baltimore this morning and it's just like nonstop meowing. She will lay down finally, but she will just not, she won't shut the fuck up. He goes either way like there he has done that on car rides but then majority of the time he just is chilling but like we have to I think we're gonna have to let him walk around and stuff I mean we definitely will because it's long a long drive so I don't know because if we if he stays in his crate he usually just sleeps right and like he doesn't make a pee yeah but I don't know We'll see. Damn. He's been on a lot of long drives to yeah, prep him. You guys so. have taken him to Vermont and everything. Yeah, I think so. he'll be fine. Yeah. He's a good boy. He is. And yeah, he'll, we'll bring his backpack and his stroller so he can see like the Grand Canyon and He's stuff. so excited to go cross country. Wow. He's so excited to see the Grand Canyon. He won't stop talking about it. Oh man, that big old ditch. So excited. I really want to go to Bryce Canyon because that's my favorite canyon, but it's really out of the way. You have a favorite canyon. Yeah. You don't? Uh, let me rack. No, I'm trying to rack my brain. I think of like one time I went to Nevada with my grandparents when I was younger and we went to like see some cool like rocks and shit. Nothing like famous. Um, so those those canyon rock things were pretty cool, but don't remember what they were called. I think I did Nevada too. My grandparents took me to Vegas when I was like 12. Yeah, I remember that. And the coolest thing we did was like they vividly remember like the Rainforest Cafe there was like out of this world. I can only imagine. Oh, it was crazy. I also went to Vegas when I was like 12. Oh, I saw Celine Dion. During my Grand Canyon trip. Right, of course. And I was like, why am I here? But it was cool. Yeah. There's really not anything you can do. No. The Celine Dion concert was about it and the Rainforest Cafe. I mean, and the that's cool, a good trip. The cool, what uh, more can you ask for? <laughs> I know. The uh, water show outside was at the Bellagio. Yeah, yeah I think. the fountains. Yeah. But it goes pretty hard. Yeah. That's a real big tourist attraction for what, but I mean, water you gotta 50 do yards in the like, air. Really, you just are trying to get people to spend as much money as possible. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, I have an advice if we want to move on to that. I think I have an advice this week too. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. 
Okay, really need help with having zero romantic experience and holding on to any little idea of romance instead of actually going for it. Like this weekend, I had the opportunity for a meet cute sitting next to someone at a game that I would have had a lot to talk about with. But in the moment, I froze up, literally said no, 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 and avoided sitting next to him altogether. I'm so shy with strangers, but then regret not taking the chance and literally make up scenarios in my head of how it should have gone and how he could have been in love by now. Relatable. How do I muster up the courage to have game when I could not be further from having romantic prospects right now? With the added factor of my silly little social anxiety that jumps out with new people, especially men, making things difficult. Tired of not taking chances and then having to listen to the one that got away acoustic on repeat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just feel like this is like something that probably a lot of our listeners could relate to. Um, I, I am the type of person that I draw up so many scenarios in my head. Like Mm I, I get very anxious. Like I will like picture my weekend and if something doesn't go how it's supposed to go, like I'll get super anxious about it. So I totally understand what she's saying where she's like, she can like picture it and like see it and then it doesn't end up like coming to fruition. Yeah. And then you can't stop thinking about like, Oh, should have done that. Yeah, I just know that feeling. I just feel like there's no pressure to like force yourself into those situations either. Like, I'm sure she sees, you know, all the bullshit on social media, like everyone's like relationships and stuff. And she's like, wow, like that should be me. That could be me. But there's no need to force those things if you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I think like she was saying this person's an athlete. I'm assuming she is an athlete as well. So Mm -hmm. she that's what she was saying. She has a lot to talk about. I couldn't I didn't put it in all like the parentheses. But um, I think like if you just always approach it as like you're talking like you're going to meet someone and talk to them as a friend. Yeah. Like you're not going to flirt with them. Take you're the not, romantic pressure Like don't off. think of it as like you're shooting your shot. Like you don't need to go and be like, I think you're so hot. Like mm-hmm. you can just be like, hey, like she said they had a lot of mutual friends. Like she knew of the person. Yeah. And you can just be like, hi, like I recognize you. Um, I'm so-and-so. Like I just don't think it ha- – I think my approach with not saying I have literally any game whatsoever – but I think my approach with like people I'm romantically interested in is just like just talking to them as I would talk to you or yeah. as I like literally just take the pressure off. Yeah. And I that's easy to say, but I'm just I always act immediately like myself, like how I would have a conversation with anyone I met so that like there is no mm-hmm. I don't know. And if I'm drunk, that might look a little bit different. Yeah. Like after a few drinks, if I will literally be like, I think you're so attractive. Yeah. But like you're not going to have that at a game or whatever. I think it's easier too when you're talking to someone that you literally don't know a single thing about. Like, you know, you'll never, ever see them again. So I think it would be definitely easier to do it like in a bar. You've had a couple drinks. You see someone that you know you'll never see again. And you can practice, practice it with, with those them. people yeah. that like. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't, maybe you're not actually fully interested. Like you're just like meeting people. I think meeting people is just the practice. Like not even, I don't know. I saw this um, TikTok the other day and it was this woman laying on a yoga mat on the corner of a street in New York City. And I promise it's relatable. (laughs) Um, And this person walked up to her and was like, "Uh, what are you doing? And she said that she's in this form of therapy to like grow your self-confidence and to like not give a fuck what like anyone thinks about you and you're supposed to put yourself in these like really uncomfortable like bizarre situations so like it gets to a point where you have no issues like speaking your mind like caring about what other people you know think you look like or like 
about what you say. And I thought it was so interesting. I would never have the balls to do that. Yeah. I saw someone, it might be the same person doing like a series. Yeah. But I saw someone doing that where they're doing that with rejection in really weird ways. Personally, I think this is like crazy, but yeah, I can also see the, I can see the benefit of it, but they are like asking questions that they know they'll get rejected. So she went into a grocery store and asked for I don't, I don't even think I finished the video because yeah. I was so I was anxious, anxious yeah watching but she was asking for a warehouse tour like and <laughs> fully expecting them to be like no yeah and I'm assuming they said no if you guys know what I'm talking about you know but I don't even think I finished the video but it's the same kind of thing of like putting yourself in situations where you're forced to talk to people yeah and just I make everyday life situations yeah, easier. I immediately, when I saw those things and the rejection stuff, immediately think about my job because I literally right now I'm like cold calling people because I'm still pretty new. Yeah, that's like so helpful for social anxiety too. Yeah, and honestly, like I'm trying to remember what, what my coworkers say, like what the saying is and it's so bad that I can't remember right now, but it's something like no is go or like I don't even know like they're all they always I know exactly say what you're talking about that sales I can't thing. remember what it I is yeah it but just like no is like good because like the more no's you get like the easier it is to talk to people um so I was literally considering I was like wow maybe that's something I should look into but I do think that over the past like six or seven months like I have no issue calling someone and someone being like no sorry not interested and I'm like perf okay on my way yeah and I think if you can figure out a way to disconnect because obviously like that person saying no to what you're offering at work has nothing to do with you yeah and it's not even like I'm pitching a product either like I'm literally just seeing if we can work together so it's not like it's a different kind of sales too which is helpful for sure yeah that's nice but it's like if you can disconnect yourself from yeah the rejection because a lot of times like people are also just as socially awkward mm-hmm. like if you were to go up to the guy that you were interested in and like he was weird about it like he might have just been weird like you don't know yeah, exactly and if you can just be like oh it didn't work out like and it doesn't thing. matter mm-hmm. then I think you're like better off because it sounds like it sounds like you're building up the situations in your mind a lot which is one totally normal but mm-hmm. if you do that then it just like that's what I do and it it's leads horrible to, it leads to disappointment yeah ultimately 100% I actually have been meaning to get a therapist to specifically talk about that well oh my god sorry guys I just hit the table totally fine with handling rejection no with like oh building up picture like I picture how things are supposed to go and if they don't go a specific way or like plans change I get super super anxious and like shut down so that's interesting yeah it's something that I've like kind of like realized of late especially this past weekend we like I didn't think we were going to end up going home until like Thursday night and like that's not what I envisioned my weekend to be Mm -hmm. so I like took it out on Kyle a little bit like I was just like upset because that's not what I had pictured myself doing but it literally doesn't matter which is the crazy thing I have that too sometimes like maybe not as severely but like I I don't know if I don't know if I don't know what something's gonna look like and it changes I can I get really stressed out and it ruins my mood yeah for sure like Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It definitely obviously gets worse like in the wintertime, but I think that's why I'm such like an intense planner and I'm like always thinking ahead to make sure it's going to go how I think it's going to go. Like everything ends up working out. So it's dangerous when it doesn't, but we're working on it. We are working on it here. This is our therapy. Yeah. Um, All right. I guess where is my... Here we go. Episode 34. Um, okay, here we go. 
This one, Kat, is specifically for you. Oh, sure. I can relate to, but she specifically mentioned you in this one. Okay. Hi, ladies. Been listening to the pod since the beginning. It's been and continues to be a highlight of my week. Asking for some advice this week that feels relevant for Kat. I know you and Kevin met on spring break and started your relationship long distance, but I don't remember all of the specific details. For context, I just graduated in May and I'm now in med school in Columbus. This guy that I went to high school with slid into my DMs last winter. I never actually knew him in high school, but knew of him and always thought he was super cute. We texted a little during the winter and twice had plans to see each other at home, but each time he ghosted me and never followed through. Recently, he slid back in and we've been texting a lot. He says he wants to visit me and seems very into it but he lives in D.C., so we're about seven hours away. Do I let him come and see where this goes or hold off because he has a history of ghosting? I don't like that. It's weird. Honestly, it, it depends re- on, like, what the reasoning was. Yeah. It the Okay, this is so weird. The first thing that came to my mind was, like, literally my seventh grade, like, relationship mm-hmm. where I was texting a boy non-stop, yeah. but we never spoke this in person. This is my favorite Emily <laughs> plot line of literally all time. I'm not even kidding. I texted this boy for probably three years total. Like, seventh grade into, like, the beginning of freshman year of high school. It was, like, the most serious relationship you could have without ever speaking in person we literally and the weirdest thing was is we literally got sat next to each other in a class in eighth grade and we still did not speak but wasn't we, I in that class it was math class with miss kelly oh i have such a horrible memory i don't remember any of my teachers names. i don't know if you were in it one of our friends was in it for sure but i literally remember seeing the new seating chart that day and my heart literally flew out of my asshole and we <laughs> still hardly spoke and we would literally blow each other's phones up at night it was so weird. It was so weird. We went to the movies once and we went on like a haunted trail together once. And that was all we did throughout our three relation or three years of texting. Like so bizarre. I know it. You know what you <laughs> need to tell me? Like I can't remember if I had a class with you two or if I was in a class where you ran into him after or like something like that. It probably saw Yeah. Afterwards, maybe. Um, but it was insane because we were all like, Emily, like what? <laughs> but it was it was really <sighs> not. It was you, but it also wasn't. It like, was he like, was very shy. He was very, very shy. And I also like was really shy, too, when it came to guys. And how are you supposed to know to like make plans? Exactly. Like, I was like that in up until like literally college. I felt like a guy had to make all the plans yeah. and I couldn't. Like, yeah do anything it was so weird like I definitely wasn't as like outgoing and forward with guys like at that point in my life you know what I mean like I was just not. like I, like di- I literally didn't know any different I had a boyfriend in middle school I didn't speak to him yeah why would I well it's just so funny too because I like literally didn't have I didn't have my first kiss until the end of freshman year and then I lost my virginity six months later like, yeah and you had like a long-term relationship <laughs> Like, it was just so, so weird to think back on. I did not mean to make that about me, but that was like the first thing that I thought of. So like in this situation, it seems like she's never met the guy or they'd never like talked in person is what it sounds like. What was the spring break connection? I think I am confused. Well, I guess what she's saying is like you saw Kevin and hung out with Kevin in person, but then you guys basically had like an online relationship for a couple months. But you guys were, she said she didn't remember the details. You guys were FaceTiming and talking on the phone a lot. Yeah, I think like, okay, not to compare, but she did compare. So to make it about me, um, I literally flipped that all around on me. I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> fine. That's you. literally what we do. <laughs> That's the uh, point. Right. It's about us. So true. Um, no, I think 
like with him, I'm not one that would, and it doesn't sound like you are either, but like normally be in that situation where you're talking to someone online. Like I just, I never had that. Like it didn't really, I didn't have a three year relationship yeah. like Emily did in middle school. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, but I, I think for me, like the energy was there the whole time. So it was like never really a debate because we were talking every day. The second we could hang out, we were going to. You guys were meeting each other's like level of effort yeah. every time. And like if there's good excuses for why those two first visits didn't work out, then sure. But I don't love the idea of like she's specifically using the word ghosting. And like I don't it Makes like, it sound like he didn't even give a reason for That's what I mean. Yeah. So I'm like the reasoning couldn't have been that good. And I just don't. I think it's sometimes scary to plan. A, I fully trusted Kevin like a million, even though I didn't know him in person that well, like, but I trusted him to the point where I was like fine to be somewhere for yeah. a period of a couple of days with him. Like, I just think it's a little bit, a little bit scary if you don't fully trust them. Yeah. I'm trying to think too, like if they haven't spoken on the phone for some reason, that's just like a huge red flag for me. If like, you're just, yeah. If you're I think only if you're texting. Gonna go on it, I'm all for like, which I know can be scary yeah. as a woman to like go, you're talking to a guy online and like you meet them. I've heard, we've heard so many horror stories about yeah. that, you know, like they'll fully have a fucking other girlfriend mm-hmm. or they like leave you. I feel like we've had a story where they like leave you on the trip or something. I think so as well. Yeah. Um. So it can, it's like risky, which is why I think you need to, yeah, be talking on the phone yeah. fully. I think... Honestly, you need to just like be like, hey, like, can I FaceTime you so we can plan, you know, this weekend out? And I think his response will absolutely just tell you so many things. That's the answer to the whole advice is that you need to just be like, yeah, can I FaceTime you really quick to and it can be so casual. Like and if that's a red flag to him, then that's like a huge red flag to you. I mean, you guys are seven hours apart. Like it's not something that you can just plan on a whim. Like it's something you literally need to like figure out for a weekend trip and also maybe suggest he gets a hotel just That's in case true. that is so true <laughs> if it does end up happening or he comes for one night like come Saturday leave Sunday so mm-hmm. I also hope you have roommates so yeah that too <laughs> I think uh, that like Kevin and I FaceTime for six months straight every single day so like there wasn't really questions there um yeah March, I mean the question March was like to May so only I don't know months <laughs> I know March April May only three months because we're so talking long. every day well yeah quarantine obviously for you specifically felt like so long okay March to May yeah is May when we all went to College Park together yes and okay. March was spring break and then but and then after that after that you guys probably didn't see each other for a while either I think it was only like a couple, like three he went, weeks or something. Yeah, he went back I to Boston. After. Anyway, yeah. three months. Sorry, I'm a fucking liar. I'm pathological. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think our biggest questions were like, is the energy going to be the same in person? Because that can be different. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't worried about like, Well, it's know. just the risk you take when you I wasn't date. worried about like who he was. I yeah. was just wondering if the chemistry would like still be the same. Mm-hmm. So and it, it was. Did. It worked out. It was actually so awkward at first. Have oh I ever my tell God. you that? No. Like when I pulled up to this. your picnic, right? That you guys went on or well, something? Well, no, that was actually fine because we couldn't, we didn't touch. I've talked about this so many times, but like my dad has cancer. So it was like a issue of like, I was actually shitting my fucking hands. Yeah. He literally had cancer in his, he has cancer in his This lungs. is like peak COVID too. Like yeah, I mean, quarantine, I don't know anything about lockdowns. It. So I'm like, I'm not putting my dad at risk by any means. So 
we didn't touch at all. We literally stayed six feet and like CDC. You were so safe. Yeah. Not yeah. don't want to get you get you canceled on here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm. I mean, yeah. we genuinely were like it was yeah. crazy. I feels like a fucking movie. But so then we ha- still didn't been able to like hug or anything. So then by the time I went to oh his God. house at College Park, like that was the first time we were able to touch, yeah. which was like so awkward because I was like here, and yeah. then I'd be like hey and like kiss him yeah. at outside of yellow, right. Which is just like funny. That's a little uh, bit awkward. That's how I felt every time I would see Kyle, especially in the beginning of our like long distance relationship. It feels like a separate person from who you've been talking to on the phone to who you're seeing in person. And then, yeah. We basically have been on Love is Blind, honestly. Yes. (laughs) And continuously, like through long distance, like when you don't see each other for a while and then you fly, like at the airport, I'd always get so nervous. Literally four years after senior year, I had like insane butterflies. (laughs) Like I would literally get so nervous exactly to like hook up with Kyle and be like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. That was also like the weirdest thing is uh, we could like touch and make out. And then it, there was just like a lot of pressure on yeah. it. So it was so funny. You for literally, both of us. you literally helped a man like move out and like went through his like personal belongings after knowing him. Oh yeah. For like three months. Yeah. That same day that I'm talking about, he had to move out of that house. <laughs> and meanwhile, like, I don't really know his friends that well. Like, I feel really out of place in this whole situation because they're all moving out. Yeah. And this is, like, a really emotional experience then, for them because they're leaving their college. Yeah, you're, and your best friends, like, me, Alicia, Emma, we're all just up the street. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm like, I have no business being And we here. haven't like, seen you since spring break either. Yeah, and like, this is, like, a party, like, a house that you all used to party at. Like, oh my God. it just felt fake. And so Simulation. I'm, like, in his room literally packing his shit up like into a fucking (laughs) u-haul which by the way like why did i do that for a man but um yeah and i was laying on all the blankets and pillows because we didn't have a bed anymore on like after we after we'd packed it up after the first night i think like i think i was there one night and then we he moved the next night or maybe it was two i don't know but either way um i'm laying on all like the pillows on the floor and he said that's when he fell in love with me oh my gosh so cute but he didn't say it then he said that's the moment, the moment he, he, felt, he, he knew, knew he was he in loved love. you. Yeah. But wow. I need to ask Kyle that when I get home. Yeah. He said, cause it was after I just like packed, which like maybe he was probably just happy. He had someone to help. <laughs> Honestly, you don't have to do it all by himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just laying on all the fro oh, pillows and in, shit. Uh, in yellow. Disgusting. It's so romantic for uh, reference at university of Maryland. We have like satellite frat houses, which a ton of schools do obviously, but they have like the stupidest names. Um, so Kevin happened to live at a house that was yellow that everyone referred to as yellow. It so makes logical so sense. So creative. But there were some funny ones out there, like grandma's, shrimp, arcade. arcade. Um, Personally, I hate it. No <laughs> no offense to Maryland students. It's so funny, though, like in being in a sorority and they would send out um, like our social schedules for the week and it'd be like pregame at, there was a house called Dream, like pregame at Dream, <laughs> like social at like wherever like it was just so stupid i mean i think i would have liked it if i went there yeah like i yeah it's funny it's like a cute little like i think it's funny yeah yeah. college park thing i just felt like so out of the loop like i would visit and they'd be like or whatever we're walking to grandma's and i'm like what the fuck are y'all talking about it is like you know like when you're in on in on an inside joke and you feel like kind of like better than everyone Mm -hmm. you know like i'm talking to like underclassmen in aopi that just joined i'm like yeah we're going to shrimp tonight yeah (laughs) you wouldn't know yeah exactly yeah i know exactly Uh, 
Man. But you guys, I mean, you could have just had parties at the frat houses, like normal schools. Well, we can because, you know, know. on campus. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, it is what it is. At least you got to visit Ole Miss and experience a fun college. It's so true. <laughs> Maryland was so boring. God. Just kidding. I'm not. I, I am anti-Maryland for myself, but like. I have always said, though, out of all um, the schools that I visited, I Ole Miss was by far like one of the most fun. But I also think we made like a uh um yeah some of my most fun weekends were with y'all there <laughs> what so. is the word i'm looking for oh my god something you do every year routine no an Ritual? annual an annual trip like oh, we made yeah. it like a friend group thing because you and kyle were both there yeah so there's always just, like so much to look for there was yeah. always yeah a it was lot it was on. always a, a fun time for sure but for some reason you guys would visit like when there was nothing going on sometimes that the yeah senior year that happened yeah we there was nothing like no the, football no the most exciting thing that happened parties. was i took a pregnancy test that weekend and it was like looking it was like, like it might be positive suspiciously positive um and everyone was crowding around and then it got like kind of serious and, and we i was like- filming a snapchat of it <laughs> and our friend emma's like stop 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 cat like it's serious and then we i stopped filming because kyle was like about to cry <laughs> i remember that too and i remember you. like even elena at that point like not really in our friend group just my friend from yeah. college she was involved and she i remember you guys left and she's like that is like your college too intimate yeah. like you like we should not have all been involved <laughs> in that and I was like but we are all kind of involved in each other's stuff like that yeah it was so stupid because like I was literally just hung over and like the Chinese food was not sitting well I don't me. even remember like why you took it so I that's none of my business the, same you just had morning sickness I think I was just like suspiciously like not feeling well and hadn't for a couple days because you were drinking nonstop. you've been drinking since probably Wednesday of but that then week. there was like I remember we all everyone got a turn to analyze the test and I'm talking like 10 people no, there yeah and cats roommates plus our group of like six Kyle was like convincing me that there was a faint line and I was like maybe I mean but there's always a kind of like you can see we were shining where, like seven flashlights yeah. into the test yeah and you're supposed to like keep it flat too and obviously we're like tossing it around yeah like it's a fucking football literally in my college house like not even at kyle's like at my house yeah so funny damn i think i had an extra one that's why yeah and Just then i was pissed because like my- then i needed it later on <laughs> yeah. i was like fuck emily we're using that i have to go buy another one uh. <laughs> only one of two pregnancy tests my mom is literally gonna lose her shit when she listens to this episode one of two pregnancy tests i've taken in my life yeah i've never had like a genuine pregnancy scare i feel like where i've been like oh i'm for sure yeah except for one time but i was just being immature like i just didn't really know after listening to um some of my like coworkers um wives tell their stories of like how they knew they were pregnant i'm like oh i'm not pregnant now because they just like had gut fucking feelings like they just knew that was me in high school i had like a gut feeling but i was, <laughs> was just being paranoid <laughs> obviously <laughs> i was the other one i took was in high school yeah in a panera bathroom mine was in a mcdonald's <laughs> so the guy oh to beat. man panera's kind of classy for a pregnancy test honestly yeah i don't even the i got food too when i left i like, did my, not my while i'm here yeah were you with the the guy no, that, i was by myself oh i was with mine must be nice to have that emotional support. Well, he yeah, he wasn't really supportive, supportive. <laughs> either way. <laughs> no, but. I never told the guy that I'm talking about. Damn. Um. Oh, I guess should I? I just told my advice. So, do you have a story? Or I, I do have a story? story. I have a story about another extra situation. We told the story. Oh, you yeah. told the story about tell me lies. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I just think they're so interesting. So I if agree. anybody spend an extra and something, keep sending them. We, yeah. we like them. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you've actually acted in something, that too. <laughs> okay. They said, just listen to this week's pod story about the girl who was an extra on Tell Me Lies. And it reminded me of when I got to be an extra in a movie called Bones and All. It comes out on Thanksgiving starring Ooh. Timothy Chalamet. Oh my gosh. It started with all my friends talking about how they heard this movie was being filmed in our college town and how they were hoping to run into Timothy on campus. Being being an extra in a movie has been on my bucket list for as long as I can remember. So, of course, I scour the internet trying to find all the details. Filming location, how long they'll be there, etc. And I finally found the casting director's Facebook somehow and she had just posted a few days prior about needing extras in their late teens to early 20s. But the cutoff date had already came and went. I was so sad, but then I still sent in my photo just in case. I had forgotten about it until two weeks later, and I got an email asking if I could be on be an extra, except it was oh for gosh. the next morning at 8 a.m. and the day after. I had work, um, but of course I called in sick because I knew I would regret saying no. And I also just hate corporate America, lol. The next day, I show up and they put me in 80s clothes and gave me the biggest side ponytail after a couple of hours finally getting all the extras ready and putting us in our places at the amusement park. They bring out the main actors, Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell. Mm. I know I'm going to say the director's name wrong. The director is the call me by your name guy. Call me by your name? I don't even know what that is. You don't? It's don't the Timothy so. Chalamet won a bunch of awards. He's gay. Okay, I'm honestly not a Timothy stan. I don't think you are either. Are you? I like him. Okay. Anyway, the director, Luca, you guys know it. I won't even, <laughs> I won't even try. Started walking them to their places, and I started freaking out as I realized their first shot began with them standing right in front of me and the two extras standing next to me. Oh, my gosh. I was no further than 10 feet from all three of them. We filmed that scene about 10 times and had to repeat our exact actions for consistency. I think I drank about a pint of lemonade, and my friend had to eat three corn dogs until they got the shot they wanted. Oh, my God. For the next scene, they put me on a merry-go-round with a bunch of children, and they filmed for about 20 minutes before the kids asked for a bathroom break. They then announced a quick five-minute break, and I sprinted to the bathroom in a building about 200 feet from set and rushed because I didn't want to be the last one back. On my way back, I was alone since all the little kids were taking their sweet time, and I noticed someone is walking towards me. I assume it's another person going to the bathroom. As they get closer, I realize it was Timothy. Thank God God I just used the bathroom. I probably would have pissed my pants on the spot. (laughs) We were told not to talk to the actors unless spoken to, but as we crossed paths, he looked up and smiled, and I looked directly back down. It was so awkward, but one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me and will be my fun fact for the rest of my life. Anyways, hopefully you guys can see my face on the big screen for two seconds when it comes out. Keep up the great pod. Love you guys. Oh my gosh, that is so sick. Yeah. Damn. It just seems like a cool experience. Yeah. Don't speak to the actors unless spoken to. Come on. I think you might be canceled for saying you don't know what Call Me By Your Name is. Really? I just looked it up. Oh, no. It's like really famous. But it's uh, fine. I hadn't seen it. I tried to watch it for the first time recently and fell asleep during it. Oh, it's from 2017. Please. I would never know this. Oh, Army Hammer was in it. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Dakota Johnson's in it. Damn. It. It's like really. Yeah. Okay. I don't keep up with movies. Okay. Okay. Like I really, I have a hard time. Um, I, that girl sounds like someone we'd be friends with. Um, yeah, like exactly some shit we would do on a, our bucket list to be an extra in a movie. Well, I think we need to use this story as inspo and just start applying to them. Yeah, we should have done the one my mom was in with Natalie Portman yeah. in Baltimore. I love her. 
the only thing I was gonna say is that like that that's how it works is they're like come in tomorrow at 8 a.m and yeah you just said you had stress with planning like exactly (laughs) that so that used to happen to me I um when I one summer I was an intern for a film company um and I just helped mainly helped them run their little camp for like kids who are interested in making movies and shit they're pretty big film producers in Annapolis though um but there were so many yeah I miss it so much there's so many adults there that worked in the film industry and they passed on my contact information so I was constantly getting blown up to be PAs on Mm -hmm. sets but they would literally text me at 9 p.m and be like hey can you be in DC by 7 30 tomorrow morning and I'm like no sorry I have class (laughs) yeah all the fucking time but actually would have been so sick though it was um a TV show that was following the Trump administration around. It was called something like the circus or something like yes. that. Um, but I was like, damn. And I was obviously too nervous to actually commit to it as well. Cause I had no idea no, what I, I was doing, yeah. but would have been cool. I think I need to do it at least a couple times. Yeah. We like might as well add, add it to your resume. Yeah. So I would be like the same way with, the actors though it's it's so funny that she wrote a massive story about just like making yeah. eye contact with, with timothy yeah wait i actually i am a T- timothy Chalamet stand for some reason i thought you i'm like indifferent about him i used to be like obsessed with him i think i think it's just um what the fuck is the movie we love little women little women i was gonna talk about i love too. him in little women i was gonna say i loved him in that too i thought he was perfect in that but i'm not what else is he in that's like really big other than call me by your name i'm trying to remember i think there was a like i feel like during that time of little women he was in so much um yeah i just like i don't get the the hype around him honestly he's like my one of my types i feel like though he for sure is like he's so cute yeah but i don't know oh he was in dune which i never saw oh dune yeah mm-hmm. um honestly i I keep getting, this is going to be so stupid. That's his number one movie. Call me by your name. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I used Oh, Lady Bird. Lady Bird's one of my favorite yes, movies. Yes, because the actress from Little Women's in that too, right? Yeah. Um, and he's, he's kind of the d- douchebag in yeah, that. Yeah. And that came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen that either. It's on my list. I've seen that so many times. It's a comfort movie for me. Oh, damn. Um, I get him and Tom Holland mixed up, so... That's mm-hmm. also cancelable offense. Cancelable offense, yeah. I I feel so incredibly indifferent about Tom Holland. Okay, I'm the opposite. I love Tom Holland. I think he's so cute. I know nothing about him I, except well, for that he was Spider Man. Well, I've never seen that. And he's dating Zendaya. Oh yeah, but is everyone saying that's like a um uh publicity big relationship? Stunt? Yeah. Well, whether it is or is not, they are cute. So they are. They were just at some art museum in Europe or something the other day, and they were just like constantly touching, which. I just it. hope she's happy. Me too. God, I miss Euphoria so much. Me too. Can't wait for that what to come back show. on. I know. Damn. Um, oh, wait, Lotus, have you started the new season? Oh, I did. And at the time we're recording right now, there's only one episode out. The second episode is actually on tonight Ooh, at nine. That's so exciting. it kind of replaced the slot. It's not really slots, obviously, because it's not yeah. cable fucking TV, but for uh, House of Dragon. Maybe but I'll start it. I got so upset because I thought I had started it like I didn't realize exactly when it came out. Yeah. I thought I would. I didn't even know if it was being released weekly, but I thought if it was, I at least had like three. Mm-hmm. So then I we watched one. Kevin and I started it 
And then we went to watch another one like the next morning and there was nothing. And I was so mm, bummed. That does suck. I keep seeing things about uh, Theo James's uh, penis on Twitter. Yes. Is Theo, that in this season or Theo the Theo James first did season? hang dong in first episode. But I'm wow. sure I, Kevin and I assumed it's a dong dummy. It has to be. Mm-hmm. We looked up the dong in <laughs> Euphoria from the guy who's very famous. He was in Grey's Anatomy, right? Um, oh yeah, yeah yeah and we were like there's no way he's just showing McSteamy. showing dong on natty tv no he's not and that was a dong dummy but the one guy on the toilet of euphoria who was just an extra that That's was not real. a dong dummy <laughs> that, was, that real. was real dong <laughs> oh god they're just but like, ugh. theo god. james's fake dong was really big massive oh my oh, wait, god you what? saw it yes i've seen it on twitter what <laughs> oh my god what was that show that we our I don't group know was what it's called. Freaking out over, wasn't it something? Um, oh my god, it was like all it's called sex. like sex or yeah. something. Was it like the sex? No, shit. Okay, oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. I feel like I should text. Oh, perfect. People are texting in our group chat right now. It's if you guys, you will probably know. Like it's like a situation if you know, you know. Basically, it's like a shower scene, um, and this guy, his literal like. I think it's called Sex Life. Sex life, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, his literal like m- massive soft peen <laughs> is just like hanging on TV for a couple seconds, and it is the most like that is a life altering moment. Yeah, <laughs> that me. altered my brain chemistry. I was like, what the fuck? And we all, as the friend group, like sat down because we had friends watching. We really over sexualized it. Yeah. yeah, we went back like ten times, and they were like, "You have to see this," and we debated for so long whether it was real or not. So. It's so scary. I feel like if you're not a really famous actor, you don't. The odds are probably that it's real. Which is like, if you're not, yeah, that's true. If you're not, yeah. Which is like so silly because there's really famous like women, act women actresses, really famous um, women out there that just like show their tits. They don't get fake tits. Yeah, you're right. But like, a lot of women, I feel like, get body dummies as well. That's true. Sydney Sweeney put it all out there for us and God yeah. bless her for it. Yeah, absolutely. Zendaya said no. She's too famous. She's too famous. I also like, as obsessed with her, I'm so obsessed with her, but like, I wouldn't want to see her naked in Euphoria. I like have too much respect for her. Also like her character <laughs> too, like it's just, it wouldn't yeah, be she's right. she's going through too much. Yeah, it wouldn't be, it's not what I want. Sydney, keep up the good work, though, of course. Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I really miss her in the second season of White Lotus. Because she's she's funny in the first one. Um, But it's, yeah, I did not expect the, like, picture yourself when Divergent came out. Mm -hmm. And did you ever think you'd see a show with Theo James and, fuck, what's her name again? Shailene Woodley. No. Oh. Um... April. Oh, um, oh my God. We just had this conversation. Is it Audrey Audrey Plaza? Plaza. It's April from Parks and Rec. I I can never remember which one is her real and which one's her fake. Yeah. Yeah. Audrey Plaza. Um, married. Yeah. No, they're not married in it. In the same show, I guess. Yeah. But still. Yeah. But I think they might fuck. Prediction. I said that to Kyle. I was like, did you see Theo James's peeing all over Twitter? And he was like, who is that? And I was like, Divergent. Hello. Yeah. I like thought that he was it for me me too him and Shailene Woodley I was obsessed with them I know but I'm gonna go ahead and say that I like genuinely thought that I might end up with them (laughs) and I'm not even joking I mean as a at that age I totally understand I literally would like 
be I could like visualize my life with him I know what you mean I but yeah and I think I, I don't know I had a lot of celebrity crushes like so like I was obsessed with Justin Bieber but I knew I would never be with Justin Bieber like you that, thought that was clear to me like if you saw Theo James on the street as a 14 year old he, yeah. he would be like oh my god we need to get married I mean I was a little bit confused I thought Justin Bieber would like at least have a little bit more interest in me at his meet and greet. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't even like look at me once. That, and that's, and I, that was probably shocking. And I was shocked. <laughs> I was thoroughly shocked because I, I didn't think like, I didn't think he would ask for my number or anything. You just thought he would be like, wow, you're like beautiful. Yeah, I thought he'd be a little bit like at least taken aback. Meanwhile, I'm like wearing a shirt with his signature on it. Like, <laughs> with this, like I gotta play it cool. Face on it, probably. No, it was oh. just like, it was kind of like, okay. kind of cute. Like, you just had to be like, signature. it was like subtle. But I should have just been wearing normal clothes and read a book in the audience, right. like a fanfic. Oh, God, I love this. But no, Theo James, I was like, I like there's a good chance I end up with him. That is true because he's not like super famous. So it's still like attainable. Yeah. So I get that. It's still so realistic for sure. I know. And I was like, this is like his debut movie, which I don't even know if it is. But to me, it was. But yeah. To, to my 14 year old self. Like I was like, he's not even that famous. And and I also felt like no one felt that way about Mm -hmm. him meanwhile every girl in the theater is like jizzing their pants basically i seriously was like hyper fixated on him me too i'm pretty sure him and shailene were my background for a while on my phone just for i also remember them like in the movie kissing and being like whoa yeah that's crazy well i also just like uh, he was so protective over her yeah it was hot it was hot oh and he was so like cold at first and then he just when those men come around and they mm-hmm. you know needing to watch divergence i know actually. Um, i think um, it's on it's on one of those streaming things right now i think i would like to binge it yeah personally sounds, sounds so fun um okay i guess i guess we should move on oh be real went off i can wait do you want to tell you <laughs> we're out of time if you want to tell your story or no are we out of time oh wow i mean not are. out of time yeah. but like i can wait um I did text our uh, friend group chat and I said, what's a show with a massive dong? And Doug said, sex life. That dong was like a kielbasa. What is that? <laughs> Sausage. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was that's so, so funny. Um, I don't need to read my story. It is pretty good. So I'll save it till next week. Okay, perfect. So, I can't wait. Yeah. Don't forget though. I won't forget. Um, it's pretty funny. So, and it's pretty different compared to what we've talked about before. So Ooh. little teaser. Can't wait um yeah if you guys some quick call to actions (laughs) if you haven't subscribed to our patreon yet it's literally five dollars a month you should and there's two well i don't know how many are on there right this second but we just recorded a bonus episode that i personally think is really funny and was fun to make so i'm excited to make more it's less than twitter so come on Twitter will be like eight dollars a month. Wait, is Twitter eight dollars a month for everyone or just verified people? I've heard multiple things, and if you want to be verified, if you want the blue check, you can pay eight dollars a month. Um, yeah, and like the whole thing is like to try to like filter out the bots. So if I don't pay eight dollars a month, are people gonna think I'm a bot on Twitter? I hardly There's tweet. No way. So I don't know. I'm not really sure. I'm kind of worried. I love Twitter, so uh, yeah, I know. And I was asking. I haven't. I have so much love for Twitter. I actually think it's like the funniest social media platform by far. Yeah. But I go through phases with it and I'm definitely not in a Twitter phase right now. I haven't been on in like months. Um, But I was talking to Kevin about it and I was like, 
So then what about the people who actually do need to be verified? Like, do they have to pay as well? Yeah, they'll have to pay. But I mean, if you think about it. And then Elon was saying like, it doesn't actually matter. Like no one actually needs to be verified. But I would argue that like, it makes sense for big celebrities. For celebrities, for sure. I was trying to, it's so interesting. No one at my work, I feel like uses Twitter. I feel like it's so hit or miss for so many people. Like you either like are, you ride for Twitter Mm -hmm. or you don't give a fuck. Um, And I was trying to explain to them. I was like, it's, it was mainly built for like, companies and celebrities where there would be millions of fake accounts for them yeah so i guess it kind of is serving its purpose because there can be millions of bots out there so like the real people would be paying but also i don't it's supposed to be like a free speech platform why are you going to make people pay yeah you know what i mean but such a bummer i know i just really hoping i I don't like change on things like that i haven't noticed a big difference um since elon took over but i don't know i'm worried about the future of it hoping that it stays the same. Like it's just such a, like a lighthearted app. And I do get a lot of my, it's good for like breaking news and like staying up to date. If you follow the things that you want to follow, yeah. yeah, then you'll, it can be so great. So I'm, I'm going to be sad if that changes. I, yeah, there was at one point I like wiped my following on Twitter and just followed like comedy and accounts that I wanted to see. So mm-hmm. I reconfigured my timeline to look yeah. like exactly how I want it. And mm-hmm. it's perfect now. My um, one of my friends from college was trying to I think she got re made a Twitter at like junior year and she was like asking me what accounts to follow. And I'm like, I couldn't even tell you. I was like, my timeline has been so curated over the years based yeah. on like my likes and like the stupid accounts you follow from like high school. I was like, I don't even know where to tell you to start. But that's a good idea. There's definitely some accounts I can cleanse. I gave a list to like Connor and Brooke a while back of just people that are famous on Twitter, but nowhere else. Yeah. And they're like such good niche mm-hmm. people. Yeah. But I haven't been on in so long that there's probably so many new ones. Got to got to get back on it. Seriously. Pop base on Twitter is ch- popping changing off. my life. How long has that been a thing? I don't know, but it randomly started popping up on my timeline. So I was like needing to follow because they was like breaking pop culture news and like yeah. so many like random little like tidbits of information that I would not have known. Like it was the first place I heard about um, Jason Sudeikis sitting in front of uh, Olivia Wilde's car. Uh-huh. Like that was the first place I had seen that before people started talking about it. Um, random little facts about like Taylor and her tour so far. I don't know if you're on Twitter. Shout out pop base icons over there. Whoever's running that account. Literally. <laughs> um, the devil works hard. Yeah. Pop base works harder. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So Patreon fun uh less than twitter yeah so uh yeah come hang out with us on there okay well thank you guys so much love you dearly love you guys so much thanks for listening bye bye